The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Not a big reaction. I mean, I'm trying to remember what they won to affect this conference. I don't remember. Do you remember them winning anything? I don't remember them winning anything. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Tuesday. First day of August, 32 days away from the start of a college football season. Toby and TJ back with you. We are counting you down to number 19 today. That's coming up bottom of the hour. U.S.-Portugal tie overnight, nil-nil. That's enough, though, to get the U.S. through to the knockout stage. U.S. women get probably Sweden. Sweden plays later today. That'll be Sunday in the round of 16. We've got, um, well, we got a bunch of news going on out there. And uh, I know you guys have busy lives. It is impossible for you to keep up with everything going on. That, that's why you've got us. We're here to keep up with it for you. It's time, TJ, for me now to... Read the news. It's time for In the News. <laughs> a little bit muted today, TJ. A little bit muted, but it's understandable. And that is because uh, Pee Wee Herman has passed away. The actor Paul Rubens. I'm trying to use the phone. Died yesterday at the age of 70. Uh, He had been living the last several years with cancer. Uh, Quote, last night we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic American actor, comedian, writer, and producer whose beloved character Pee Wee Herman delighted generations of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy, and belief in the importance of kindness. Obviously, T.J., Paul Rubens had some issues after the uh, Pee Wee Herman days. But, um, yeah, that's sad, right? Yeah, I didn't even know he was sick and had been battling cancer for six years. He said he kind of kept it quiet from uh, pretty much everyone and uh, dealt with it on his own. So, um, he uh, he was a big part of the 80s for sure. And, yeah, he did get into some messes. And so that's mm-hmm. I saw some people debating whether people should be celebrating him last night or not. And so I get the uh, couple of the issues that he dealt with uh, after the Pee Wee days were done or as it was winding down, but uh, went on and still had a, a good career, played a lot of other roles, and uh, was, uh, I think, one of his better roles was in the movie Blow with Johnny Depp. We played huh. Derek for real. Derek for real. For real? Mm -hmm. For real. Mm. So, yeah. I loved Pee-wee's Big Adventure when it came out. It was big time. Large Marge. I know you are, but what am I? 
Sooners picked up another commitment yesterday, TJ. We broke the story on this show yesterday morning that it would be happening. Uh, he's a local product, right, TJ? Name will not fit on a jersey. Michael Patterson McDonald from uh, Westmore, safety 5'9", 175. Uh, Four-star commits yesterday. Um, rips off the uh, sweatshirt, throws on the uh, old-school hat, and uh, he is a Sooner, most of all friends with uh, apparently one David Stone that everybody's mm. hoping that has ties to and is uh, you know good for the Sooners coming up here uh, relatively soon. So, uh, yeah, Westmore product. A, how good of an old player there is he, Teach? We getting uh, a good one here? From getting a good stars, one from what everybody's said, saying. Huh? Uh, Four-star. Uh, although, uh, I've got 247 pulled up here, too, and he's uh, – let's see here what it says on the overall, what we're doing here. Yeah, they got him as a three-star here. So. Yeah, I think some but two, four, seven, yeah. three rivals four. If yeah. I remember, yeah, yeah, rivals was four yesterday. when I had it pulled up here a second ago. So, uh, good get, local kid. Yeah, there was a lot of tension on this one, so uh, it was one they needed to keep him home, and and they do it. So Sooners had another one yesterday. Very good July wraps up with another win on the recruiting front. Now uh, looking forward to hopefully having a big August. We'll hit you with the new national rankings for this class coming up a little bit later on. A little basketball news. Porter Moser uh, met with the media yesterday, TJ, and had a bit of bad news, unfortunately. One of his freshmen, Jacob Cole, has a broken foot. That's no good. You can't play basketball with a broken foot. It's harder. It's harder to. Six foot seven forward has missed five of the last eight weeks. Moser did not offer up how long he will be out. Uh, that I don't know what the break is. That doesn't sound like something you come back from quickly, Teach. I'm going to guess no, a bit. Here. I would think a six to eight week situation, but then what's the recovery on it? And then you have to is worry it a about crack or is it a break right you know what i mean like, yeah and with feet you got to worry about feet sometimes with basketball yeah. players and how it affects them going forward so hopefully it heals right and you know i would think at some point early on in the season we still see him depending on what his recovery time is is christmas too far out i mean I, again it entirely depends on what kind I mean, of it's august first so i mean you're talking another four or five months so I don't know um, if he broke. I don't know if he broke it or he's got a hairline fracture. So I, I don't know. Right, right. Um, Porter Moser said, uh, "We are quote noticeably longer and more athletic. That's the first thing that jumps out. It was intentional and in how we recruited." Talking about his new big man, uh, Hughley, John Hughley, the pit transfer. Quote: He's just an extremely physical presence. He's just very, very physical. I like hearing that. Also, TJ, some OU basketball scheduling news yesterday. It's official. The Sooners and the Razorbacks coming back to Tulsa for one more year. The third year of the Crimson Cardinal Classic at the BOK Center will be coming this December, December the 9th. The series is 1-1 right now. OU won two years ago. Arkansas won last year. This has been pretty heated. It has. Both it's been games. fun games. Yeah, no, they've been fun games, and uh, cool to see that they're going to do it one last time before OU heads into the conference and do it on the neutral side. And It's said even in the uh, like the graphic they put out and stuff, 
you know, that last time, and I'm thinking, why, why last time? Let's just play it in Tulsa more, even just when make they're it conference where they games. play it right. every year. Sure. Um, two years ago, Musselman got ejected, remember? And, and OU played a great game and beat him. Last year, Arkansas was really good. And then the dude dunked with like a 10-point lead as time was running out. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Uh, and so there's been some bad blood the last couple of years. So I'll be looking forward to this. It's coming up December 9th in Tulsa. Major League Baseball trade deadline is today. I'll get to that in a bit. Major League Baseball trade deadline is today, 5 o'clock Central Time. There have been a lot of little trades so far, like Max Scherzer going to the Texas Rangers. But the biggest trade was pulled off last night when the Cincinnati Reds picked up left-handed reliever Sam Mole from the uh, Oakland A's. This is the one everybody's talking about. Sam Mole, 0 and 3 with a 4.54 ERA this <laughs> That's year. That's the one everyone's talking about. Probably the National League Central was just put away with that move. So the Reds pick up a mole. Uh, teach five o'clock today. I guess the big question is: Does Justin Verlander move? I mean, I guess you could have something like Otani going, but. Yeah, I I think that's pretty much all died off. And I don't know that over the last since they've announced it doesn't sound like there's even even been any like secret talks or anything that's leaked. So I don't think so. But yeah, Verlander in any Ranger scuttlebutt. No, no. I think unless it's something small, they may be done. There's still rumor they're in on Verlander. I just don't know how they've got so much money on the books already. And I the amount that uh, apparently the Mets are wanting for him, I don't see them giving up. So I I don't think they're in the mix for him the way some people are trying to act. But um, Houston, Houston's the one I've got my eye on. Uh, I don't want him going back there. That would obviously help swing some things there in their favor. So um, my eyes are on Verlander. Probably going to be the Dodgers. They always pull off some type of. They've yeah. already they've already they made several trades and they they've need some, some pitching. So they've had some injuries in their starting pitching, so mm-hmm. they could use it. Uh, you're right; he probably ends up there. Uh, five o'clock today. It's a big day in Norman. It is local media day for Brent Venables and the football team today. So uh, help us out, Teach. What's the schedule today over there at uh, 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 Coaches will all go this morning. Um, I think starting around 8 o'clock, Chris and uh, Josh will be doing their show from over there, so they'll be over there during the coaches' uh, coaches portion of all of this. Brent's uh, press conference is scheduled for 10 a.m., so he'll go at 10 a.m., then the other coaches will uh, meet with the media in different sessions and everything, and then the players are this afternoon starting at 1.50. They put an end time on that yesterday, and I'm blanking. I don't have it here in front of me, but uh, players this afternoon – some uh, newcomers, some uh, you know, players that have been on the roster will meet at just separate tables with the media and little scrum sessions and uh, meet throughout the uh, afternoon for a couple of hours. So, But all coaches uh, this morning. And we are over there again. Remind me, sorry. Yeah, uh, Chris and Josh will do their show from there from 9 to noon, which will run okay. just about the, the whole time the coaches are on and everything. And then I think Josh is going to stick around and 
get some audio and stuff from the players and everything and hopefully have some of that for the the rush so as soon as we go off bam it's media day (laughs) pretty much yeah i think a couple of coaches are actually meeting in that 8 a.m hour so um but yeah yeah pretty much as soon as we go off they'll get heavy into it over there practice starts thursday meet the sooners coming up saturday here we go and it's kind of you know this time of year teach it's just two things one who's the buzz about and two, hold your breath that we don't hear any news. You know, let's just get through another day with no news. That's right. We don't want anybody, you know, knock on wood. We don't want to just get through it. Just get through it and let's get, you know, let's have some buzz out there. Oh, you camp news, by the way. Brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Real Juice It's the official uh, sponsor of OU Athletics made with vodka, seltzer, and real juice. To offer deliciously clean, light, and refreshing taste. Gluten-free with 100 calories, zero sugar added. It's the last seltzer you'll ever need to try. Neutral vodka seltzer. Neutral? I think that's how you pronounce it. Like N- they don't pick sides? Is that N-U-T-R-L. The, Switzerland? That's neutral, right? Well, I don't know. There's some vowels missing in that. Yeah, yeah. And they've got the little hmm. dots over the U. So Interesting. Right. If I'm wrong on that, someone correct me. And finally, there is quite the controversy going on in China. TJ, a film. <laughs> Had you seen this before I just sent it to you? No, when you sent it, it was the first time I saw it. A film seen by millions. I have film. It's a piece of video. Seen by millions and trending on Chinese social media over the weekend shows a bear standing tall at a zoo in China holding its paws by its side. Angela. The fake bear, it's being called, is attracting 20,000 visitors a day since the video came out. As everybody in China is arguing whether this is a real bear or a person dressed in a bear costume. There has been a 30% rise in visitors to the zoo. Uh, The Hangzhou Zoo in eastern China. Chinese media has said, comma, after a video of a sun bear named Angela was punished last week and seen by millions, it is getting now 20,000 visitors a day. Now, what do you think, Teej? You've seen the video of Angela. Is Angela real or a person in a bear costume? I want to go lady on the plane. That ain't real. Um... When that bear is standing straight up and down, it looks so much like a human in a costume, it is crazy. The face looks fake, the bunched up skin on the butt, it looks like just human legs in a uh, bear costume with the feet, but then when it goes down on all fours and crawls away, it looks like a real bear. It is like an optical illusion. It is weird and creepy. So, yeah, when she sits back and then walks away, it is a real bear. But I've never so seen a bear look like that Are you claiming standing. that it is a real bear? Standing up, I don't think there's any way it's real. <laughs> right. It's like it morphs into a real bear once it goes down into, all, like I said, all in all fours. It is a creepy-looking bear. I'll say that. When it's standing up... It's the thing nightmares are made of if it's a dude in a suit. (laughs) 
Angela's got a saggy butt you. when she's up walking around. She got just some saggy drawers. It, it looks like one of the animatronic bears. Yes. Like a showbiz pizza or something. Yeah. yeah. When it's standing up, I was like, what's the debate about? This isn't, obviously, it's a person in a suit. It's not even debatable. It's got a saggy butt. You can see the extra material in the costume. Right. The way it's standing, it's even little, um, what's the opposite of pigeon toed? It looks like it's motioning, like it's even talking to the crowd a little bit, like, hey, I don't know. I'm just out here. We're shooting a little something. But then it goes down on all fours, <laughs> and you're like, hang on a second. I think it might be a real bear. Right. It's like it's, it's a different completely. Thing. It's a, like a different bear when it starts crawling away. If it's that weird. is a real bear standing on the edge of that like that, I mean, one, it's bold, but it's like it's been watching movies and it's figured out how to imitate a human. Yes. Or it's seen humans stand on the edge of that cliff like that. Talking it's to other employees thing. or something. I don't know. Google or or go to Twitter and search for fake Chinese bear. You'll see the video we're talking about. <laughs> Everybody in China is having the same debate we're having right now, TJ. And they are flocking to the zoo. So the zoo's not going to tell the truth. Or the zoo pr- says it's a real bear. Well, okay. Well, they're not going to prove it to anyone because 20,000 yeah. people are coming into their gates to go see this bear suddenly. Exactly. If Can you imagine the pressure if it is a fake bear that this guy is suddenly under? <laughs> Dude, you got to go again today? I'm tired, man. I need a day off. It's hot I'm in the sorry. suit. It's 20,000 people are here to see you today. All right. Uh, Jeff's amazing. day off. What are we going to do? I think my final verdict is that it is a real bear. I think it's real. I think it's real. It just looks really weird standing up. You watch the first 10 seconds of that video, you're like, there is no way that is a real bear. I expect them to bring out a banjo to it and it starts singing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the news for this Tuesday, August 1st. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. WTJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Great roofing company. Award-winning Angie List award winner four times. Your local roofer, a one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's see here. Uh, haven't seen the video of the bear yet, but I do know animals like honey badgers, bears, etc. have incredibly loose skin, especially in vulnerable areas like the neck and hindquarters. So if another predator or animal bites them and clamps, they mm. still have minimal pain and extreme uh, maneuverability. Uh, mm. Or it's just a human costume, LOL. <laughs> Interesting. But she does. Angela does have a bit of a sag bottom when she's standing up. So <laughs> it looks like when the video starts, it looks like you know uh, Reggie in the costume has come over to the crowd and said, "Listen, we're having some problems with the bear. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you go to customer service, they'll give you part of the money back. I'm just out here to let people know." 
<laughs> or that maybe like we got a show coming up at three o'clock today. You can get tickets right over there. <laughs> but then it goes down and starts crawling around. And you're like, that's a dadgum bear. It's crazy. The the face even is weird. Looks fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure why the <laughs> I'm not sure why the bear's name is Angela. She totally has a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> she does have a beer belly when she's standing up, and uh, like I said, the droopy uh, rear. Uh, <laughs> Camo Suter says that bear is creeping me out. <laughs> The bear is the missing link, is what this texter says. This texter from the 918 says, plot twist, it's an AI bear. Yeah, maybe. Might be. This is China pulling one over on us. Uh, They will give you a plastic fork at Aishan's if you ask for it. No. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) They asked me if I wanted a fork. Toby didn't they want came a by fork. The table. I didn't want a fork. They came by the table and said, you want a fork? And I was like, no, I'm at Aishans. I don't want a fork. That's not how Aishans works. Uh, Oregon, to me, is like Okie State, a big-time loan donor to give them great facilities and consistently be in a top-20 program. They view themselves much like Okie State. They think that they're a top-tier team, but they're always on the outside looking in. And what is Notre Dame going to do? I'm tired of them getting special treatment. Just join a conference already. I'm sorry. Oregon's had more success. Way more than Oklahoma State. Way more. Yeah, they have. And like I said, not just football, basketball's had a pretty good run over the last decade or so. Yeah. Just one Final Four have they been in two in the last 20 years? Just one, right? Just one, I think. I think just one. And they've played for two football ones. They played in 2010 and 2014, right? Uh, Auburn and Florida State. They've been at two national championship games, right? OSU's never come close to being in two national championship games. I mean, not since 1945 when we all agree they won the national championship. Uh, yeah, that, come on now. I didn't realize there was this much Oregon hate out there. Monster truck, monster truck guy says, give that bear some pants. <laughs> uh, this just in, Angela is Baylor's new rendition of their bear mascot. That's from Brant B in Newcastle. Uh... Marietta Sooner says, Aishan serves chili, don't they? Uh, yeah. Don't they? No fork, sad emoji face. Well, you would use a spoon then, right? I've never had anything but the chicken and okra at Aishan's. I assume if you get the chili, they'd bring you a spoon. Maybe not. Maybe you got to drink it like at one of those, uh, uh, you know, one of those shows you go to, TJ, where they bring you soup and you got to drink it because there's no utensils. You know, one of those where you sit sit around and they have the rodeo in the middle or you have your, your the north and the south or whatever. Dixie Stampede. Dixie Stampede. One of those kind of things. Maybe not. Maybe I, I'm guessing they bring you a spoon. Sending our prayers up for Johnny from Burleson. That's from Burley and Tracy. A little praying emoji. Uh, whatever's going on, Johnny from Burleson. Uh, we'll send prayers your way, too. That's right. Good luck. Morning, buddy. Morning, Carl. Hey, I don't want to tell you. 
is going great so far. Also, this weekend, I got to see Barbie. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a thoughtful and funny critique of patriarchy. <laughs> I wore pink OU shirt. I wore the pink OU shirt that I have. <laughs> what do you think about patriarchy? Have a good day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Barbie yet, so uh, I don't think I'm going to make it. Very popular. It is very popular. It has not slowed down at the box office, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Yeah. So, Sooner Gundy says Clemson is second tier. Yeah, I mean, their success is pretty recent. It did win one. It tied for one, right, with Colorado back in 80-ish. But uh, most of their, I would I would say Clemson has is not at the big boy table yet, but they've made a really good run at it the last decade or so. Good morning, gentlemen. Toby, I heard you talking about some chicken place. I missed it. I love chicken. Uh, where is this place located so I can go try it? TJ, what do you think about the Ranger moves, and do you think they have a chance this year? Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Stay cool. I'm edging and trimming. Boomer Sooner for life. Love you guys. That's from Mr. OU. Mr. OU, Aishans and Okarchi. Please tell me you've been there. Go ahead, TJ. What do you think about the Rangers moves? Rangers moves are great. They do have a chance. We talked a lot about this yesterday. They've got to get some guys back that are injured right now. Jonah Heim, Jonah especially. Heim. Jonah yeah. Heim. And, get uh, him back. They get what those guys back healthy. They get the three guys back healthy that are on the uh, IL right now. Yes, legitimate shot to make a World Series run, without a doubt. All right, break time. When we come back, the countdown reaches number 19 today. It is a Tuesday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How do I? They have great identity. They're national brands. You found somebody, haven't you? You wanted a force. Say it. Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is this? What's happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce. Don't do this. No. No. I got to say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault? Is it because we were bad? Please don't, Tyler. Please don't. All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride. Financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league financially. Uh, us in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win. 
for all parties. It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked. We kicking this somebody, uh, we kicking this thing off. Here we go. Live from the Palace in Piedmont. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 Countdown brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Here we go. Thank you, T.J. Perry. It is time for the countdown again today. We are into the teens for the first time, going all the way to 19 today. Let's remind you from whence we have come. It started a week ago, Monday at 25. Texas Tech was our first team on the countdown. 25. They get Oregon in week two. 24. Back-to-back Carolinas were next on the countdown. South Carolina at 24. What did you see Spencer Rattler's G-Wagon that was all over the uh, socials I yesterday, that, TJ? Yeah, Matt pretty Black. fancy. Do people do understand, right, that they don't just get those cars, right? Like, you know, they just get to drive Dri- They the drive cars. them. Ca- they're, yeah, yeah. yeah like I think some people think almost. they... almost, yeah. They just, they got to give them back. It's not like they give them a... A G-Wagon. He's like, here, you can drive this for a year, and then you get to give it back. 23. Those guys in Austin aren't just getting Lamborghinis, TJ. You know that, right? North Carolina at 23. Drake May and the Tar Heels take on South Carolina in week one in the Duke's Mayo Invitational. 22. Can Jimbo and Bobby Petrino coexist? Fascinating year in College Station. Texas A&M came in at 22. Friday at 21. Big K.J. Jefferson leads the Razorbacks again this year. Arkansas, our 21st-ranked team. And yesterday at 20. Mark Stoops has Kentucky at number 20 on our countdown. They need a bit of a bounce-back year with Will Levis now out the door, which brings us to today. The number 19-ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... For the fifth time in the first seven teams, we go to the SEC. You are such an SEC hawk. I've always said they're the best conference, Teach. Ole Miss comes in at number 19 on the countdown. That's right. Lane Kiffin's boys at number 19. The Grove, Teach, we will be there uh 14 months something like that i guess we don't know the schedule yet but a year and a couple of months from now we will be in oxford interesting year last year old miss started seven and oh they were the toast of college football and then they kind of collapsed the schedule got tougher and they did not play well down the stretch they went one and five to end the season including getting thumped by Texas Tech in the Texas Bowl, Teach. But, you know, going to Oxford is going to be a lot tougher than going to Lubbock. That's what I'm told. Ole Miss, they, uh, they've got one of the more interesting quarterback battles in the country in the fall. It was in the spring. It'll continue in the fall. Jackson Dart 
who I believe Carter once saw at the ranch, right, TJ? Took a picture of him, maybe? That is that is correct, yes, eating at the Jack- ranch, I believe. Jackson yeah. Dart was the quarterback last year, but Spencer Sanders of Oklahoma State fame has transferred into town. Walker Howard has also uh, transferred there. I think most people believe it's going to be Dart, but we'll see. Maybe Sanders can make a run and take the job in the spring. Um. They have one of the best running backs in America at uh, uh, at Ole Miss. Quinshawn Judkins, great name, great back. All SEC as a true freshman last year. He rushed for over 1,500 yards and 16 touchdowns. They have an experienced offensive line back. They should be very good in the run game. Again, they were third in the nation rushing the football last year. The questions on offense are, who's going to be the quarterback? You know, if it's Sanders, then you add him to the running game, and that could be very formidable. Obviously, he has been an erratic passer. Jackson Dart can run as well, so that'll be interesting. And who will they throw the football to? Because they lost their top two wide receivers from a year ago. They did go pick up Louisiana Tech's Trey Harris, very good receiver in the transfer portal. So we shall see. But that's a question mark for them on offense is who's going to be the pass catchers. Defense mirrored the season a year ago. Started strong, faltered down the stretch. They ended up giving up 35 points a game uh, when they lost five of their last six uh, down the stretch. So what they do? They went and took Pete Golding from Alabama. Pete Golding is now running the defense for Lane Kiffin. They ran kind of a funky 3-2-6 last year. They'll probably run something different this year. They should be pretty good up front, which you have to be in the SEC. Jared Ivey, Cedric Johnson, J.J. Pegas. Uh, The back end could be a little iffy. Lost a couple of their best defensive backs to graduation and the portal. So Aishim Young, Trey Washington, DeAndre Prince, all guys that are going to have to step up in the secondary for them this year. Big picture looks like this, TJ. Very good running game. Question mark at quarterback, although it might not be bad. Might be a strength. We just don't know who it's going to be yet. Probably Dart or Sanders. Defense lost its mojo second half of the season last year. Can they get it back with Pete Golding now in charge for them? Schedule's brutal. Uh, Mercer out of the box. Then week two at Tulane, which should be a win, but isn't a guarantee. Remember Tulane just beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. Georgia Tech in week three in Oxford should be a win, and then we get into the SEC. Their first two SEC games are Alabama and LSU. At Alabama, LSU at home. After that, other than a trip to Athens to play Georgia, they can win. They get Arkansas at home. They go to Auburn. They get Vandy at home. They get A&M at home. They have a step out of conference against Louisiana Monroe. They go to Mississippi State. But there's two built-in losses because they go to Alabama and to Georgia. I don't think they're better than LSU, but the game is in Oxford. 
probably another slip-up along the way. They won seven games last year, Teej. I think it's a team that probably wins eight this year. They are not as good as uh, Alabama and LSU on their side of the SEC, but they'll contend for third best there with Arkansas and Texas A&M. I got Ole Miss at 19. Too high, too low, or just right? Too high, and they still may be a pretty good team. Their schedule is just brutal. And even some of the home games, I've got them probably maybe, you know, maybe they get into shootout and, and beat A&M. But, boy, you got Georgia, LSU, Alabama all on your schedule. You still have to go and deal with Arkansas and Texas A&M. They should win that Mississippi State game at the end of the year, but that's on the road and it's a rivalry game, so you yep, never know with that one. Bowl. I think that potentially you've got them too high, yet we're looking at them throughout the year, and they're a competitive, good team. They just end up mm-hmm. with too many losses to be ranked. I mean, I just think it's a tough schedule for them. They got to win the Tulane game. Yeah, I mean, even and that game they, could be tough for them. So it'll be tough. I mean, Tulane's it's on the good. road. Yeah, if they lose that, we, the wheels could get really shaky. But uh, if they can get through the Alabama-LSU back-to-back, and even if they don't win those games, they can get through them and and still have some confidence about them, uh, they could be difficult. They could be – they got talent. And I like the Pete Golding edition. Can't wait to see what they do at quarterback. Harry Harrison, color analyst for Ole Miss football, joins us at the top of the hour to talk more about our 19th-ranked team, the Rebels of Ole Miss. Break time, 749 on a Tuesday morning. We'll be back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. Oh, welcome back. This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, blackthunderroofing.com, your local roofer. I am told it is Charlotte's fifth birthday. She is listening to her favorite show, T-Row and DJ in the morning. Happy fifth birthday, Charlotte. DJ? Uh, That's right. (laughs) Happy birthday. Hope you have a great fifth birthday. Why is Charlotte up this early? Uh, I'm not sure. Not sure. Maybe a big birthday celebration is going on. Maybe dad's taking her to Disney World and she doesn't know it. Perhaps to Put buy a new pony. Put the cherry on the Sunday. Yeah. All right. If well, not, birthday, uh, Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. How, about, how about go back to bed and sleep in? It's your birthday, Charlotte. Not five-year-olds are up at this time of day. You know that. Not many five-year-olds sleep past uh, mm. seven or eight o'clock. That's probably, so. that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, if that bear is fake, it's the best slash worst bear costume ever. <laughs> Morning, guys. Hope all is well. I'm looking forward to another great year of Toby and the crew. Going to be my eighth year to listen to T-Rose calls on the app. Boomer Sooner, Kelly from Perry, Florida. Thank you, Kelly. I edited that t- uh, text. Perry, what are you doing? Or right, Kelly, what are you doing? The only app in the world to listen to is the KREF app. Uh, for games, you can listen to the Varsity app. Don't mention other stations' apps in my texts. 
<laughs> Goofball. Uh, By the way, get the KREF app. Yeah. Listen to uh, the best Anywhere in the, world, in the world, you can hear us on That's the right. KREF That's app. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 918 Land Thief says, still don't like Oregon from that BS call they gave us in Eugene in 06. Patrick recovered the ball. He held it up, for goodness sakes. Boomer. That's that's like, I've never understood being mad at Oregon for that. Like, what are they supposed to do? They would have done I, what I, OU would have done had the call gone the other way uh, in Norman, yeah. I understand being mad at the refs. You should be mad at the, the refs. The they officials. blew the call. Yes, they blew the absolutely. game. Absolutely. Did you want Oregon to say, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't know if you guys noticed, but he really had the ball. So Yeah. Where, uh, Oregon didn't cheat. They just were – they received a fortunate call. I lost my mind that day on oh, air. Oh, me too. Oh, my goodness. Aishan's yeah. chili cheese nachos are top notch. Toby, they are a yeah. must try next time you go. That's Brody from Mustang. So I saw the table next to me got some chili cheese nachos last night, and they do look amazing. The problem with that is, like, I can't go to Aishan's and not get chicken and okra. It is a little weird if you do, but maybe as an appetizer. But that's so filling, you don't need the appetizer. I guess, like, you just share it with the whole table, and then you just have a whole bunch of leftovers, I guess. But... Can you imagine me and Chloe sitting down and ordering chili cheese nachos with chicken and okra last night? That would have been. Yes, I, I can something. imagine. That's probably yeah. true. Yeah. Probably don't need <laughs> Chloe to be in that sentence. Right. <laughs> Top of the hour, we go live to Oxford, Mississippi next. Harry Harrison, color analyst of the Rebels, joins us live to talk about number 19, Ole Miss.